Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the True Wealth Podcast, where we discuss the well-being of a Christian business owner and the different facets of growing a business, all from a Christian perspective. Welcome to the True Wealth Podcast. I am your host, Shewadeemi. Thank you very much for joining us once again. Today, we are going to be talking about how the right purpose can make the difference in your business. And on the show today, we have Nicole Richards. Now, Nicole is... Nicole has had a 20-year career as a nationally published makeup artist and opened her makeup studio in 2012. Now, one day, six years later, God prompted her to shut it all down and start all over again. It was a confusing time, but now with COVID-19 and the quarantine, she can see God's grace in making this change. Now, Nicole works with high-performing executives and entrepreneurs who need to make decisions that feel impossible to overcome. As a life alignment coach and visionary business strategist, Nicole helps her clients tweak their perspective on the present, the future, and the obstacles getting in the way. Nicole, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm awesome. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that was quite a bio there, but I want to hear from you. Tell us about your journey. Um, you were a makeup artist and now you are a business coach. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, you know, what? it's quite a journey. And I think that when you are in business, the journey has lots of windy, twisty turns that you don't expect. Um, and so my story mm-hmm. is no different. Um, I was a makeup artist uh, for about 22 years when I quit. And uh, I just felt God shifting me to something different. And I worked primarily in the wedding industry. So I worked with a lot of brides. And as you said, in 2012, I opened up my dream, my my dream studio. um, And I had a team of 15 artists and I was being published in magazines and I was having a great time with my clients. But now when you look back, you were saying in, in your bio there is that, I mean, looking at what's happened in the last six months of the world, I can, I'm sure you must be grateful that God made you make that change at that time. Yeah. And as believers, it's, it's really important that we, we have a listening ear. You know, I can't say I made that transition willingly. Um, it was really difficult because mm-hmm. I had a lot wrapped up in my career. I, I, I. I created a career (laughs) and uh, it was going really well. And, you know, the one who created me said that I needed to make a change. And so I kind of made the change kicking and screaming, but I can look back now and say, oh my goodness, wow. What if I didn't listen? What if I really tried to do that on my own without the Lord? Um, and so it was, a, it was a journey after closing my studio and detaching my identity from my career and, um, you know, really placing more so my identity in, in my creator, in the Lord, and um, starting on this new journey, starting on this new journey, helping people on their journeys. Mm-hmm. 
And it makes, I, I, just looking at it and looking at God's providence, now with the whole world, I mean, there was a shutdown here in Canada for a few months there. And I can imagine how big an impact that would have been on your business financially if you hadn't pivoted when you did and God hadn't directed you. Because now, even though you're a coach, it's something that can be done more in line than in a store, in a boutique like you had before. Right. Absolutely, Shan. Um, I basically watched my industry collapse and uh you know you're, you're scrolling through facebook and the majority of my friends are in the are in the wedding industry and just watching the conversations and one day i literally i had to have a, a moment i had to go and cry for a while because um people literally just they, they kind of lost everything and they had no clue as to whether it would start up again. And then some people had hope it started up again and then they got shut down again. Um, so it, it's a roller coaster ride. Just thinking of what would have happened had I not really listened to the Lord and continued to go in my own way. Right. And, and, and th- th- this makes a perfect segue to what we want to talk about today, which really is, um, is purpose. Um, it feels, it feels like, uh, God had you on a journey or has you on a journey And at that point in your life, your purpose was, you know, helping brides and, you know, giving them the joy and all that stuff. And somewhere along the road, uh, God kind of shifted that and said, here's the direction I want you to go in now. And I I think that's really important is to, um, I mean, just what I'm hearing from a little bit from your story here is to have a listening ear and just be very sensitive to the voice of God and where he's leading you. Because uh, purpose is something that is important. And sometimes we can hang on to a purpose that has a, has had an expiry date and that can have a big impact on where you are and where you will go. Now, before we actually dive into the subject. So now you we talked a little bit about you've been a life alignment coach and a visionary business strategist. Can you unpack that for us? What does that mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, in your business, I'm kind of answering your question with a question, but in your business and as you've been through your journey in as a, as a man in business, have you ever had a time where you kind of hit a wall? Like you're not sure, you weren't sure what to do, where to go, You are a very decisive person, but there might have been something that's come up that made you say, wait a minute, which way do I turn? Has that happened to you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. A few times. Yeah. And that's the journey of, of being in business, being an entrepreneur. And so what I do with my clients is I help them get through those decisions. My clients are usually people who are extremely decisive. Um, they've done well in their career, they've gotten themselves to where they are. And so normally they just make a decision. Um, but when they hit what I call the wall, they're not sure at this moment, should they jump over the wall? Should they dig a tunnel under the wall? Do they need to take a pickaxe and go through the wall? Um, and this person who is so powerful and decisive now becomes indecisive. And so I help people make hard decisions and make sure that those decisions in their business, um, that they don't overstep their life. And so that therefore the life alignment and the business strategist. That's exciting. So what, what, what made you, what made you pivot to this specific, um, business or this specific industry? Uh, you know, it's, it's the thing about the wedding industry is that, um, You know, I could have looked at myself as just a makeup artist back then, um, but eventually God started to show me that I was more than a makeup artist. I was basically, um, I was a mentor. 
I was a coach. I had to talk people off the ledge. <laughs> Sometimes because you couldn't tell somebody <laughs> something, you had to um, coach them through it, right? Um, and so I guess I could say I've been coaching for a really long time. And when you have um, people who work underneath you, right? I had a team of 15. That coaching and that mentoring and helping them self-discover what they needed to do um, was something that I basically, you know, my, I sharpened my my saw on for almost 20 years. So when I decided to full, like, go fully into coaching, it seemed like a natural transition. And sometimes you can make a different change or go a different way. And you're thinking to yourself, is this what I really should do? Am I really good at this? And when I launched my website, all kinds of people that I had worked with said yes. And I was like, oh. This is new. <laughs> this is, you guys think so too? <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So it, it wasn't just my own thoughts. Other people saw that in me as well. And so that was, that was really affirming. So it was, it's almost like a perfect transition for you because it's a skill set you had and you've been using in your, in your previous business as a makeup artist and, you know, helping people through life situations. Uh, when you have a staff of people that you're, uh, I guess, mentoring, this was a perfect extension of that. And now you can do it more. Um, you can, you can, you can dig in a little deeper to help people. So, in terms of businesses that you support, uh, what would your ideal client look like? Uh, so my ideal client is either an entrepreneur or an executive. Um, they are a go-getter. They are decisive. They are you know, powerful in their own right. They have done well. Um, and so they normally are coaches or mentors in some capacity. And so in their, in their hindsight, they may feel like they don't really need any further coaching because they've gotten to a pinnacle and they are now coaching others and mentoring others. And so that type of person is really on top of what they're doing. They're very decisive, but like I said before, they, they might just hit that wall of indecision and it could be a scary place for somebody who normally knows which way to turn. They normally help others through that wall or through that problem. Um, and so I get great, joy out of helping people discover that they really had the answer the whole time. They may just not have given themselves permission to go forward and execute. So talking about that discovery and with, with the idea of purpose in mind, uh, would you say that helping clients or helping your, your clients figure out what their purpose is and and how to follow through with that? Would you would you would you, would you say that's in line with what you do? So here here's my take on on purpose, and it may not line up with everyone's um, take on purpose. Um, but if we're specifically talking about believers, um, for for me, the way that I see purpose is that our purpose as believers is to go out and disciple others. That's what Jesus asked us to do. So everything that I do within my business lines up with that particular purpose. How I carry mm -hmm. out my purpose is like my calling or my gifts, my vocation. Somebody might be like you're a financial planner. And so you, you're going to use that as a vehicle to carry out your purpose. Um, and so we all have gifts and talents that God has given us. And so one of the things I do is help people dig up what are the gifts and talents so that 
the purpose that you've been given, you can go out and accomplish. Now, I alluded to this earlier before, but do you think purpose is something that changes over time or do you think it's the same and i'll say this in this and also in the context of being a believer because um i think for all christians uh, i think the overarching purpose is to go out there uh, matthew 28 that talks about going to the world and make disciples uh, yeah. but now how that how that looks how that is um how that looks in on a day-to-day life do you believe that that changes over time or it remains the same. Oh, no, I, I, I do believe that it changes over time. Uh, case in point, I had a friend who was a videographer and my friend used to tell me all the time that this was their purpose to help capture moments and be at certain kinds of events because God had talented them to, to do this. Well, that person got arthritis and could no longer do the job that they said they were purposed to do. So your, your purpose if our, if our purpose is found in, like you said, Matthew 28, um, verse 18, if that's what our purpose is to go out into the nations as, as uh, Jesus has commanded us to do, that purpose doesn't change. But how you, how you actually execute the purpose will change. So I was a makeup artist. Uh, now I'm a life coach and a business strategist. So the vehicle to carrying out the purpose can change and ebb and flow. God totally shifted me out of the business I was in. That was not my choice. <laughs> I, mm. I did not choose that. And so, so if I was walking around in life saying my purpose is to be a makeup artist and help people in this way, what would happen to me when God wakes me up in the morning and says, do something different? Okay. So your purpose is often not just what you do. It's, it's more tied to the, the great calling that as believers and which, I mean, we're, we're both believers and most of the, most of those listening to uh, the podcast are also believers. Our purpose ultimately never deviates from the Bible, but the expression of the purpose can change from time to time and seasons to seasons of our life. And so we need to make sure we don't lose sight of that. And for you as a coach, uh, just from listening to you, your job would be, okay, even though this is your purpose, the expression of it, how can we help you? How can I ex- help you express it that's, that, that still falls in line with what God has called you to do? And that expression can can come in different forms. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, can, can you give me an example, for instance, when you're working with Christian business owners, how do you identify the different ways that that expression could look? Do you have a a grid or a lens through which you filter, okay, this is your purpose, but now this is how this would should be expressed or could be expressed in your life based on where you are right now. You know, there's there's two that that question is twofold because there's the things that I can plan um, in terms of what the expression would look like. And then there's the things that God plans for us where the Holy Spirit intervenes and it like I don't have I don't have a choice as to what as to how that looks. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit more detail. So within my business, I feel like I'm called to go out into the marketplace, whereas uh, some believers only work with those that are fellow believers, right? And in both situations, right. in both situations, we're called to, to like seed and water and plant, however, 
however it needs to, to be. And so I can create my business on a foundation that has, you know, biblical principles, godly principles, but I also need to make room for what, what the Lord would have me do as I am out in the marketplace, not always um, with Christians, um, and give him room to do what he wants me to do as well, which comes back to listening and being in tune with the spirit. As a makeup artist, I think I probably, in 20 years, I don't know, I probably had like 20 or 25 Christians, right? Of the hundreds of, of people right. that I provided services to. God did not bring me, he didn't bring me Christians. In all the years I've been a makeup artist, I have also been in the church. Um, and so to me, that speaks volumes in terms of what he actually wants me to do. And I wasn't always willing to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so for you uh and just like you rightfully said some of us some people are called to minister to other believers in the church and disciple them and you know help them along that continuum of spiritual maturity while some of us while some are called to the marketplace where you you interact with unbelievers and hopefully through the interaction and our and our life's influence in them we can lead them to the gospel some i mean Ultimately, God does the conversion. God is the one that touched the hearts of people. But our lives speak to that power of God and the glory of God. And hopefully, uh, when you're calling the marketplace, you're shining a light in a way that draws people to Christ. Yes, yes, and you're you're able to leave leave parts of him with with them which is the part that's beautiful when you can intercede for somebody or have a conversation with somebody that like while you're having the conversation like for me personally when i started um having conversations with people about about jesus and and who god was i was sweating and stuttering and like a total mess <laughs> um until i realized okay wait a minute this actually isn't about me i'm here for a reason, but it's not about me. It's about him and it's about them understanding. Um, and once I could get past all of that, that's when I realized, you know, God showed me what my purpose was. So in in working with in working so so there are two there are two groups of people. There's the there's the those who are being called to the marketplace and those who are being called to the church to the body of Christ. How does a believer, one, determine which one they're called to? Because I'll give you, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you my, my case. For years, I struggled with, I've been a believer for 15 years. For years, I struggled with, does God want me to, do I want to be a Christian business? Or do I just want to be a business that has Christian principles? And I remember going back and forth in my messaging, in my in, in how I approach um, just reaching out to clients and prospecting and all those things. And I kept, for me personally, it just I, it just kept coming back to I've been called to other believers to disciple them, to encourage them, to challenge them, um, to teach them stewardship and accountability. But that was me after what I think I was already six years or so in the business before I, I, maybe a little more before I made that pivot to say, I really want to focus on working with other Christians. Now for you as a business coach, how do you help or how do you help a, a, a fellow 
believer determine where am I called to? Am I called to the marketplace or am I called to other believers, the body of Christ? Uh, this is kind of, this is one of those spiritual answers, but you have to go into prayer. And so one of the things that I do with my clients is we do uh, something that um, my life coach introduced to me as, as listening prayer. And so I have a process that I take them through that um, allows us, we both have a pen and paper um, and we get really quiet. I will invite the Holy Spirit in and ask the Lord, like, you know, Sally has these questions. And so, Lord, we're asking you how you want her to show up in her in her business. And we inquire of the Lord. And so after a few minutes, we're both writing. We both feel like we've gotten some downloads. And then we share notes to see, you know, how similar they are. And, you know, before I, if I back up a minute, before we do this, like I know everything about the person, right? So um, when I'm asking, I'm asking knowing their heart and knowing what they want. And sometimes God's like going to say, yes, you know, just do it the way he's going to give you the choice. Sometimes you get the choice and sometimes he's asking you specifically to do something. And so there isn't really one answer as to how, but I take people through a process and guiding them in seeking the Lord for, for that answer. I don't want to bend them one way or the other. Now, there are some people, like I had um, one person that I worked with who wanted to start a particular company, and just I, because I know the person uh, so well, I thought, are you going to have any sort of, you know, um, outward expression that you're a believer? And she said no. And I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that answer. And it's not that the answer was right or wrong at all but I just wasn't expecting that particular answer. And what ended up happening was uh, what this person was trying to build ultimately wasn't really what was in their heart. It was a good idea, but it wasn't a God idea. Mm. And they were building something that really wasn't, I, I, I wish I could take that quote. It's not. Yeah, right. I was going to say it was a good idea. <laughs> they, were, they were building. Something. I like that. It was a good idea, <laughs> but not a God idea. Right, right. Um, that it, I, I want to take that as mine, but it's not mine. Um, and so I take people through that process. And lo and behold, that idea just wasn't what God was was leading her, leading her to do. And so before, uh, some people can just make the decision. Right. Like I said, you're going to get a choice and some people really need to they need to dig deep into the Lord. And so you have you know, made your, your choice and you feel um, you feel like you were in the right place. And if you're seeing fruit from that, then, hey, you're in the right place. You're doing what you need to be doing. And I think you said something that is key. They're seeing fruit. Right. Because I believe that um, I mean, I've, I've been studying John 15 weird enough the last week and has been talking about abiding, you abide in me and I abide in you and you will bear fruit. And I think fruit could be one of those things that helps you one determine uh, do I am I called to the marketplace or am I called to the body of Christ? Because the fruit you bear could be one. I am helping other believers and they're growing in their faith and their walk and growing in obedience. That could be a fruit that may be a sign that, okay, this is where God is calling you. But then the fruit could also be, 
I'm meeting all those people and I'm and I and God just presents us opportunities to share the gospel. And I realize that um, even though they're not quite they, I won't say they're believers yet, but I can see the 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 the, the impact my life is making on them and they're on this continuum where uh, maybe at one point they were agnostic to God or sorry, antagonistic to God. And now they're on this continuum where they're now agnostic and maybe they move to a point where they're inquiring and inquisitive. And sometimes the fruits we bear in our lives as business owners may be one of those things that points us in the right direction as to what fruit am I bearing? And does is that an indicator of where God may be calling me? Because I would say for me, I think that was a big factor in how I chose to work with believers because I realized that most of the people that God was sending me were other Christians and they were struggling with um, contentment. They were struggling with anxiety. They were struggling with knowing what God wanted them to do with their money and their resources. And I just, I just like when I looked at out of 10 clients that God would send me, eight and nine of them were believers. And when I saw that fruit over time, and also there was also a conviction in my heart as to this may be where God is, is, is taking you. So would you, would you agree to some degree that the fruit you bear in your business could also be a, a, a one of those tools to use to determine where God is calling you as a, as, as a business owner? Thanks for listening to part one. Tune in next week for part two. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at True Wealth Pod. You can get in touch with us by sending an email to podcast at truewealthpodcast.ca or by visiting truewealthpodcast.ca.